Welcome to a bonus episode of Effect for RPG A Day 2019. I'm Matthew, and I'm joined by Dave. Welcome to Day 21 of RPG A Day, and the word for today is FAST! <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, for those it's who, vast. For those who couldn't make out what that was, yes, it's vast. <laughs> uh, uh, now we could we could talk about um, Coriolis and Alien here because space is vast, um, but uh, but I um, was wondering whether we should talk about the very nature of sandbox campaigns. Yeah, I think uh, that's a good idea. Um, I love sandbox campaigns as a player, in particular, as as a GM. Um, I still love sandbox campaigns, actually. I'd much rather have a, uh, a sandbox. But sometimes, I would argue, um, which is kind of going against the word of the day, the sandbox doesn't actually have to be that big. No. It's just a sandbox is a place where the players can do whatever the hell they like within, within that bounds. And if the bounds are the infinite universe, then that's as big a sandbox as you're going to get. If it's, for, for you know, examples, um, for argument's sake, if it's Hadley's Hope... Um, yes. then it's still a sandbox, but it's a smaller sandbox. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I was going to, I was going to say that I, I, I've always liked to put some limits. A sandbox implies a box, after all, as opposed <laughs> to the Sahara. Um, and so it, one feels <clears throat> it has limitations. But um, and I, and my, my general feeling is that limiting the size of your sandbox actually makes the game more fun. You know, you're all in a situation. If you're all in Hadley's Hope or you're all in this one city. I ran a game uh, some years ago um, in the second siege of Vienna. So they're all trapped inside Vienna while the siege is going on in uh, 1680, whenever that was. Okay, cool. Three. Um, yeah, I thought it was quite a cool game. Um, but... Here comes the problem. Actually, even though I'd limited it in this way, my players didn't sort of take the initiative to go and explore mm. this city and find out what, what the limits were. You know, I, they could have gone a little bit beyond the walls before they start getting attacked by Turks. Um, they didn't... They weren't quite as proactive as I was hoping... Um, they yeah, should be. I think a sandbox kind of game does rely upon a certain kind of player. I mean, there are players who just want to be told, there's your dungeon entrance, go in and, you know, do what you like. Um, and just walk through each room and killing what you come across. There are other players who will go completely the other way and will do stuff that's totally unrelated to your scenario because they just feel like it and they just feel like it being a bit, you know, a bit, a bit difficult. Um so a sandbox style doesn't work for everyone, but no. you do need to either make sure the players kind of feel their characters well enough or know their characters well enough that they will understand, okay, what's my character's motivation in this situation and therefore I'm going to go and follow that. Or they're, mm. given, they're given some very strong uh, plot hook that then that gives them that motivation to go and do something. It's quite difficult for a lot of players. Yeah, I would argue so what just I had to give to do them with this say, one. here you are, and what do you do? It works for some, yeah. but... It, it didn't work for this particular group. I yeah. had to give them a plot hook, and I had to, you know, in fact, I 
had to almost lay out a Push very them. railroady adventure for them. Yeah. So, you know, you discover this thing. He's about to summon a demon. We've got to go and kill him sort of thing. And then once I'd killed the demon, I gave up on the sandbox because they just weren't. And one of the things is I think they weren't inspired. Partic- I I was I was really getting into the idea of VNO in the 1680s. I can't remember the exact year. Right, yeah. Um, you know, I thought that's an interesting historical period to play. You've got black powder weapons. You've got the Polish hussars. This is a lot, you know, the, the 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 most amazing soldier in the world. We ought to dedicate actually an RPG a day to the Polish hussars, but uh-huh. I won't. Uh, but they're the most amazing soldiers in the world in the late seventeenth century, looking but, like crazy fantasy knights with yeah. wings. But I guess it also gives um, you a really really interesting political and historical context if your players yeah. like having a interesting historical and political context, which I guess not everybody does. Some people just want to go this and bash orcs group, on the head with a sword. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I found. I had Isaac Newton in it. I had... Uh, 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 actually, it made me really depressed now. There was why? such great possibility in that campaign. And, and you just need to find the um, right players to play it with, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll dig it up again. Okay. Anyway, that was Savage Worlds. Go and buy Savage Worlds, everybody. It's a great game. <laughs> it is. It's very good. Right. See you tomorrow. See ya. This RPG a Day 2019 episode of Effect was brought to you by Dave and Matthew. RPG a Day is an idea from Dave Chapman of Autocratic, and the design is by Will Brooks. <laughs>